Happy Monday. I can actually say that after you have everything accomplished this weekend. Harvard got a win. Walter and his wife successfully had the baby yesterday. So a lot of good racing to cover otherwise from that. From DTM Championship, IMSA, American Flat Track, World of Outlaws, IndyCar, NASCAR, so much stuff. And again, a lot of shout outs to Walter and his wife on the baby girl. And we'll get to it all here in a few seconds because this is Racing with Jesse and it starts right now. Happy Monday to everybody. <clears throat> Hope you got to enjoy your weekend. Hopefully you got to see some racing. As you can possibly see, I'm very red. So it was a good weekend, though. Lots of got burnt, you know, but hopefully everyone enjoyed it. Hopefully you got to see a bunch of the racing because there was still a bunch of it, even though a lot of people were off. Some of the stuff I got to catch was reruns from other stuff that they never show on time. That's from Dirt Vision and stuff, but I still got to see it. And it was good racing, especially... The sprint car race, that was really good, but we'll get into that. But first things first, everybody, no matter what, you got to go on there, hit like, comment, do everything on this one specifically to congratulate Walter on the birth of his baby girl. Everything worked out, you know, fine, healthy baby happened yesterday. So everyone make sure, you know, give this one more love than you have all the other ones and give him some love. I don't know when he'll be back. I told him to take, you know, the week. Doesn't mean he will because he's a stubborn ass. But congratulations to them. Again, healthy baby girl a few hours later than they anticipated. But turned out to be a pretty good Sunday for him. So I think that's a good Sunday for all of us. It's a real good Sunday for all of us. And everyone on Good Pods, Nick Manhattan, all yeah, I know I forgot some. But, yeah, I appreciate all of you. Um, what I didn't appreciate from the weekend was NBC and their coverage for the IndyCar race. I get it went forever, but when you're watching it on NBC, like what good does it do to switch it over to, you know, tell everyone oh, go over to CNBC. What if you're not home? So you're recording it. Cause let's say you're helping someone clean their whole camper and that takes up your whole day and you're sunburned. You come home and you're like, Oh great. Cause it stopped what 20 some laps in out of 80 and switch over. Thankfully I have Peacock, but for those that don't, that just recorded it, I mean, I'd be pissed. I mean, granted, how are they going to do it? But there has to be some kind of way when the coverage continues, that they can move it over to the other one. If they could do all this other stuff with this technology, that'd be cool. Cause by the way, I think that it should be on Peacock and thankfully it was, but the people that don't have that or don't have CNBC, I'd be pissed. Um, there was good world of outlaw racing that they showed over the weekend, American flat track that aired before the last show. Don't remember going over it. I'm going to now. And then again, NASCAR in Michigan, there was some stuff that we got to see, some stuff that we got to learn, some good runs from people and some things, yeah, nice things that I have to say about certain individuals that everyone will probably think I'm crazy or I've lost my mind because I normally don't have anything nice to say about them. But there was some impressive stuff in there. No matter how you feel about people personally, I mean, the results are what they are. So got to like it. But first, we'll get into the DTM championship at Imola. And we saw F1 race there earlier all over the place. Uh, race one, Rast was first. Mueller was Mueller was second. Bartolotti was third. Let me Bartolotti. Race two, Feller was first. Gore was second. Whitman was third. Again, it was good racing. They just, you know, because it was only like a highlight type thing. It wasn't like live, live. So, you just, you just see it suddenly there'd be like six less minutes in the race because they cut through it to get through it but 
what they got to show. There's actually really good racing. They showed a lot of them, which is more than I thought they were going to do when they started doing that. So I can't take anything away from them for that. The quality of the production was good. They're just, you know, converting it into one show, which again, I'm not complaining. Um, they did a good job with that. So good job to them. It's the first time I got to actually catch them, which is really good. And I like Imola. I think we all like Imola, however you want to pronounce it. Yeah, that was really good racing and a cool little series. Again, if you set up your DVR or auto racing, if you have Hulu, at least live TV, like it's in there, just set it to record that. And it brings up all kinds of random series in there and you will not be disappointed by most of it. So like we move on to the Repco Supercars Championship, Merlin Darwin Triple Crown. That isn't a mouthful. I don't know what is, but race one, which is round 16 of their season. D. Pasquale finished first. Davison was second. And Van Gisbergen came in third. And then race two that they showed was round 18. So I don't know what happened 17 in between, but they showed 16 and 18. Mostert was first. D. Pasquale was second. And Waters was third. Van Gisbergen had all kinds of trouble in that race. Like all kinds. It was not pretty to be him. He'll never hear this, but he'll agree with me if he ever does. That was uh that was rough. Not a lot of yeah, luck going their way, but it was really, really good, you know, racing regards to those little guys, you know, those cars going against first time I actually got to see it. It was just one of those. It was overseas. It's one like it's one of those that just isn't a big one here in the States. I think it could be really cool and it could grow. I mean, look at F one. I mean, they went from like maybe one here. Then suddenly got Miami. Now we're getting Vegas next year. I mean, like it's super growing here in the state. So I think if they give more of these, you know, series like we always say, more exposure, I think it could really help them grow, which is better for the racing community as a whole. The better everyone's doing, the better you know, better everyone does. It's kind of like wrestling. Back in the Attitude Era, look what WCW is doing. Forced the hand of WWF now WWE to change up and everything. And look how good business was for all of them. Granted, yeah, didn't end so well for. WCW, that was a lot of self-inflicted wounds and yeah, the AOL Time Warner merger. There was so much idiocy going on there. They were still making money every year when they shut down. It's just, you know, powers that be didn't want it to be on their network. And and I really hope it does take off. Uh, but people could see it more easily and appreciate it. And the cars are really cool. I mean, it's just one of those slow growers just because I mean F1's always had you know, better coverage than most for overseas. It's just, you know, the time of the day, sometimes it's hard that early Sunday mornings for people to catch it live, but you could always record it, but really good stuff from over there. I was really super, you know, impressed about that. WeatherTech IMSA, you know, sports car champions at Road America. We all know I love Road America. Long race, a lot of racing between the five different, I want to say series, but it really, yeah, that are all there though. The, DPI first place was Albuquerque, which blew my mind. Just and I spelled it right without needing any help. That helped. Uh, Bamber was second, and Vanderzand was third. LMP2, Dalziel was first, Delatraz was second, Sharer was third, LMP3, Fraga was first, Bell second, Braun third, GTD Fro, Barnacote, love that last name for some reason, was first, Jaminet was second, Garcia was third, and then GTD Ellis was first. Westfall was second, and Telitz was third. And again, good racing all around the track. They're really long races, which probably doesn't help 
you know, a lot of people attention spans nowadays like it's that way in wrestling racing football like the attention spans you can just go so it's a lot they were really good races and again it could be you know because we all know how much i like road america you know probably played a role in it i always have a special place in that but i like them when they go other places it's just they're so long you know that ended under caution like that but it was really cool to at least see it and they aired the whole thing like the one a few weeks ago where they just randomly cut it off and i couldn't tell you anything because I watched over two hours and they cut the last like 20, 30 minutes, it's gone. So it was cool to see the whole thing. And again, good racing, good road racing. Those cars are awesome. That's just, you know, the attention span of watching all of them. If you record it, they're losing interest. We have a bunch of stuff to do. At least you could, you know, go through it slowly, you know, get to where you want, leave it, go back to it. Or you can fast forward through a bunch, but good racing regardless. I don't care about anyone you know, has to say about it. It really just comes down to length for me. And that can be a killer at times. Sadly, American flat track. We only got to see three of their divisions. There you go. Divisions at road America rooms. It was five different divisions. Aha. Uh-huh, see, uh, American flat track, a weed sports speedway. Again, they get aired like Thursday or something. I know I had it before Friday show with Walter. I don't remember doing saying anything really about it during all that ramble, but Good racing. Uh, Parts Unlimited Series. Cody Cop was on pole and dominated. Bruner was second. Bauer third. It was the first podium ever for Bauer in his career. So it's always cool to see those because that means they're stepping you know, up and getting up there. And again, the more people that are competitive, the better it is for the sport, you know, whatever series it is. But more competition in auto racing, competitive teams, and whatever you know series you're in is good overall for that series. And for racing, uh, production twins. Texas was first, Smith was second, Janish was third, and then Mission Super Twins. I can't believe that I'm even saying not this part. Vandercoy was on pole, but he, he Vandercoy went back to the front after Mees actually slipped and got up into the wall, and he just didn't have it the rest of the way. Like, I mean, he stayed in the top three, but he just he couldn't keep up with them. It's the damnedest thing. Because again, how many times have we talked about American flat track reads? It's dominated. Uh, to see him slide up into the wall and have that much trouble, you know, everyone's human. I get it. Sooner or later, it's going to come from for everyone. I get it. But it was just weird to see. But again, good racing otherwise between, you know, between Vanderkoy, Bowman, and Meese until Meese just fell too far back. And in the end, Bowman won and a good one. Vanderkoy was second. Meese was third. Again, really good racing. It was just weird to see Jared Meese like actually slip and hit the wind. Everyone see him slip, but see him push it way too far and get into the wall was yeah i just didn't see it coming he doesn't do it very often if you ever watch american flat track you know he does not do that often so to see it was maybe yeah it's one of those i didn't see it coming not complaining it was good to see other people up there but it was just he was off the whole time and he said the track changed a lot which these things do happen again you go in there doing your thing you don't have a lot of time so he did what he had to do but still got a podium out of it so Still a good night in general for him. I just can't believe he did it. World of Outlaws, Case Late Models at I-55, the Firecracker Faceoff. Jason Fager was on pole. Dennis Herb Jr. got the lead around halfway, and then there's just heavy, heavy traffic. And once he's going trying to lap people, I mean, there was a big cluster, like six of them right there. But once Herb got the lead, he just drove away. Bobby Pierce was second. Jason Fager finished third, which gets us to the World of Outlaws NOS Energy Sprint Car Series. Badger 40 at Wilmot Raceway in Wilmot, Wisconsin. 
Scotty Field was on pole, and that was just they threw a caution right away because someone jumped. Then lap two, red flag, because two cars, at least two of them, were on their lids upside down. Like there was a lot of cautions and that, but a lot of great, you know, racing people sliding here, there, and everywhere. I'm telling you, if you've never seen it, watch the sprint cars. Set it to record if you can somehow. Like those guys put on fantastic shows, and that one did not disappoint. Carson Macedo was first, James McFadden second, and Danny Schatz at third. I mean, I still want to say Schatz. That's how it's spelled, but good racing again, but lots of cautions and red flags, people on their lids right away. I'm just, you know, lap two, and there's a caution right at the start, and lap two, there, it was a lot of that. But, oh, my God, they weren't under caution. Great racing all over across the track for all the positions. Like Casey Kane was in that race. Good to see Casey racing. Yeah, cool stuff. And, again, shout-out to Kenny Schrader. He wasn't involved in that, but he won races this weekend. Again, this stuff was old. I know it was. But another good dirt race there. So if you guys get to see this stuff, you should. And it was different, too, to see the late models out there at I-55 after seeing the SRX cars. Like that was actually really, you know, different just to see, you know, how they all look and how differently, you know, they move and run around the tracks on the dirt. You know, I'm intrigued by things like that. I don't know the rest of you guys, but I find that stuff to be really, really cool. So I thoroughly enjoyed that. The IndyCar Big Machine Music City GBP on the streets in Nashville. Scott McLaughlin on pole, Roman Grosjean second. And that was like a Destructo Derby. I think there were two guys one lap down, a bunch of guys way more than that. There's only 11 cars on the lead lap out of the 26. I mean, it was just, there wasn't a lot of people running at the end. And yeah, Colton Hurd was in trouble early after Kendall made contact, put him into a tire wall. There's a lot of people that got in trouble on lap 26 between Graham Rahal, Padua Ward, rookie, you know, Kellum, Ilot gets into Dixon trouble, T. Francesco and Ilot get together. And Rossi and I like that together early in the lap when that happened. Ray Hall ate a wall. VK backed into him. Rookies Malukas and Kirkwood get together on lap 65 of the 80 after they were both like Malukas was right there in the top three, five. Like they were having great runs all day till that happened. Jimmy wrecked hard with eight to go. Roman Grosjean makes, you know, runs into the wall, gets up into it after a little bit of, you know, some racing, hard racing on the restart. And they throw the red. Uh, Erickson was in trouble. I mean, pretty much. Half the, like over half the field had a very rough day. And even some of the guys that had really rough days actually turned around and got really good finishes, which, you know, is the amazing part of it. A lot of wings got changed. A lot of Destructo Derby racing, just like last year, means to be expected. Uh, just one of those tracks, apparently. It's, I get it last year because no one knew the track. I mean, now that they have experience, you know, and there's just a lot of hard hits. It just, Hard racing, uh, a lot of dumb racing, for being a thousand percent honest. There's a lot of stuff that I watched and I'm like, why? I got some of it, hard racing, but some of it is just dumb racing. But with all of it said, Dixon is now officially second on the list, no longer tied with anyone for second with most wins in the IndyCar series. Congratulations to him. And again, to come back from damage on the bottom of the car and all the downforce changes they had to do to the wing to make up for the, you know, it was just insane to see him come back. Scott McLaughlin got second. Scott McLaughlin, if he had another lap, he was not going to be in second because he was all over Scott Dixon. But a good run. Polo was third. Alexander Rossi was fourth after he was around at one point. Had trouble. Colt hurt after having his trouble. Finished fifth. 
And after everything, he was just way back there. He raced his way back up. Joseph Newgarden, sixth. Rosenquist, seventh. Lundgaard, eighth. Simon Pagenaud, ninth. And Jack Harvey rounded out the top 10 again. A lot of, like, there's none. I'm not even going to honorably mention anyone else because it was just a lot of cars, a lot of damage, a lot of the time. I mean, we had, what, five run into each other on the one lap. Like, lap 26, there was incidents everywhere. So many people had damage, but. Yeah, you got to see some of them come back. So good for Dixon to get the win after that. Herta got a fifth. I mean, it has to feel better than last year. Probably feels like he let one get away, but at least he finished this one after it started that stupid. At least he got it back to a fifth with the damage and everything yet. So he better not be mad about that. Like, that's something to be proud of. Hang your head high on that one. That race was nuts. Just watch it right you know, before I came in here. Like, that was insane. Just the amount of damage and everything that happened. Couldn't believe it, but it did happen. Gets us to the Xfinity Series. New Holland 250 at the Michigan International Speedway. And again, there was some good racing out there. You know, Gregson won. Yeah, it was on pole. Leads all of stage one. Ninth stage win of the season. 24th for JRM. And then goes on to win stage two in a much closer battle because AJ was all over him. Yeah, there at the end of that stage. But he held on to get number 10 for the season and 25th for Junior Motorsports. Shocker. I mean, what did I say? But someone has to beat them or Ty Gibbs before I believe anyone can do it. And they went and proved it one more time. Uh, Sammy Smith ran great all day. We heard me mention his name. You know, because he's getting to run the 18. Uh, ruined it with the speeding penalty with 20 to go, which is a damn shame because he ran a lot better all day than he did with, you know, everything considered. He was, like, right up there. I for the lead and stuff at one point. Like, he was up, and to see it happen that way sucked, but he did come back and salvage it good. Uh, Myatt Snyder went a lap down, you know, went and raced Al Geyer when he was in second, trying to chase down Ty Gibbs, and that cost him like a half second. And Ty stole it because he definitely wasn't the best car out there. Noah and Al Geyer were. These things happen. I mean, I would have punched Myatt Snyder in the face, but I also don't have a lot of, you know, probably have less patience still than Al Geyer does right now. But Ty Gibbs gets another win. Justin Al Geyer second. Noah got a third. Brandon Jones was fourth. Austin Hill fifth. Josh Berry, 6th. A.J. Almendinger, 7th. Henrik, 8th. Herbs, ninth, Castle, 10th. And like I said, Sammy Smith salvaged it. Came back to 12th even after the speeding penalty. So a good finish there. Brandon Brown was 13th. It's a good thing. John Hunter Nemechek, 19th in the 26th car. Sam Mayer back in 33rd. And yeah, like my big takeaway from that is Junior Motorsports is still just that good. And the only person that can really consistently even compete with them for stages and wins seems to be Ty Gibbs. And is up there, yeah, every once in a while when he has to, but they don't seem to have the same speed that they did last year. I mean, no one can deny that, but man, until they beat him, I'm not going to believe that they can. And again, Algar might have had a chance for him. Noah was coming. There's another late caution. I don't think Ty would have had it because the junior motorsports cars were just flat faster. No. Don't have to like it, but it literally is the way it is, so I can't change that in the Cup Series. Cup Series, Firekeeper Casino, 400. Again, Michigan uh, delayed at the start from rain when I turned on. Thankfully, it was DVR because, again, cleaning the camper. Didn't get to see it live. But they held on through Bubba on pole, and good for Bubba. Everyone says I trash him all the time. I give him credit when it's due, and he does well. I just hold him accountable when he does stupid. And he had a good run. Yep. Led every single lap. This first 20 before the competition caution, I will say Reddick and the rest of the top five were coming for him. Like they caught him by like half to six tenths of a second. 
on the last couple laps there coming to the end of the stage but again he had so big he could have just been letting it you know going a little easier to not you know chance anything stupid happening so early which would be the smart thing to do but he looked good and he looked good most of the day he only got shuffled back because of pit strategy otherwise he looked really good um big wreck on the restart when jj yelly got loose on old tires up there in front of all those people but it ended cindrick's day almarola kyle bush harrison burton was done mcdowell todd gillen ty gibbs got some damage and ricky senhouse jr all involved in it and it sucked just because it was so early minutes right after the competition cautious like went halfway through the first stage um sucked but again lower cars you know on old tires up there in the middle of all that and the way the air is it caused a cluster so i can't say anything bad about harrison burton because everybody can say well he was back there yeah but look at all the guys that pit with him and then we're all back there as well because they're having trouble with the car because the rain and the green racetrack and all that so he might not have finished well i'm sure next year i'm gonna forget all about this when i'm doing the show and just butcher him but yeah that wasn't on him and it could have been something you know better but i don't want to yeah again can't trash him could have been better could have been worse you never know and i just hate seeing that no matter who it is i really except for like denny maybe there's a few, Joey, maybe like back in the day, maybe like there's a few that, you know, it's amazing to see regardless. I don't care what happens to them, but see it happen to that many guys, especially the McDowell's who are, you know, close to the playoffs. Ricky's there. I mean, Almarola, like there's guys that Cindric that just didn't need, they couldn't afford the bad day, which absolutely sucked. But Christopher Bell got to win stage one. It was the second of his career. Now he's, you know, got a stage and he's the last two races. So that's the first one and the second one right there, which is really good to see. Cole Custer lost that left front in the big fire, but I got to give, you know, AMR safety guys and NASCAR all the credit for getting in there when he stopped on pit road, putting it out and getting them out of the car as fast as they did. Nice flames, beautiful flames. But to see them right there and do that, good on them. Everyone always talks about safety. That was really cool to see. Uh, Noah went around after the restart with a broken toe link. You saw the car driving, you know, all cockeyed and sideways. I enjoy seeing it, but it sucked. Uh, Chris, oh, where the hell? There we go. Hamlin won stage two. It's a shame, but Suarez was second. Brad Kozlowski up there in fifth, which is amazing to see again for how bad they started. I don't care where Brad is. What if he's in the top, yeah, 15. Hell, if he's in the top 20 after a lot of the first race of the year, like that's really good. So shout out, congratulations to him. Uh, Christopher Bell, you can't be mad at Ross Chastain. Anyone that watched that, Christopher, came, you know, Bell came up into Ross that time, put himself into the wall trying to block him. That one's on Bell. That's not on Ross. Get as mad as you want. I don't care. He didn't do it that time. There's been a few times where he has done it, and we have butchered him. That one, that one wasn't on him, though. Uh, Suarez lost tire four to go, which sucked because, again, he had a much better run going than he would ever end up getting. He was very competitive, just like his teammate up there. It was a good day to be them until stupid happened. Again, four to go, though. That has to suck. But as it will be said, like I said about Walter, on the day that Walter's baby comes in the state that he lives in, his driver that he loves heavily, and he's a big old Harvick fan, you know, breaks his losing streak and gets his fifth win at Michigan in the last seven races. I think that's just too fitting and perfect that Kevin breaks his losing streak in the state where Chuck lives at the track there on the day Chuck is, becomes a new father to a baby girl. Like that was too fitting 
yeah, that worked just way too good. I told uh, text him right away because he didn't. I didn't know he didn't see it. I thought I figured he had it on the hospital because it's him. But you know, if that's all it took, you guys should have had the baby sooner. God, but hell of a good time to see it. He drove away. Um, Bubba got a second. I didn't like the poor me. You know, interview afterwards, just crying and mopey. Like, be proud. You ran good pretty much all day. You got a second. You didn't luck into it. That was a good run all day. You got your fourth straight top 10, which is the longest streak of your career. God knows. Tomorrow could really suck. Next week, it could all turn back on its head, and you can have a lot of reasons to be upset, sad, and mopey, because everything can go back to suck. When you're actually having the best run of your career, be happy. Being all mopey and stuff, you know, I'm just saying, you know, you could be unhappy about, you know, only getting second with that fast of a car. There's a lot of people in the same boat, and you're on your best run of your career there, Bubba, so why? Why the hell? But be proud of it. Congratulate the team. Talk good about the team and the pit stops and all this stuff. And don't have the mopey stuff. Be mopey on your own. What? Accentuate, accentuate the positives. Not something because of how it worked out in the end on the negatives, which is worry about the damn positives and build on it. So I didn't like that. But, you know, it's just me. You know, it's just a little woe is me thing. Like, you know, be proud. Don't go in there crying afterwards. You could be upset, but you just ran second and got your fourth straight top 10. There's no reason to be sad there. The team gave you a rocket ship, and you could have done other things, but look how many times in races everyone could have picked a different line and it cost them spots. It cost them a race. Like, everyone does it every week. You know, like, be happy. Stop being mopey, whiny, baby back, you know what. Because that's not helping. Every time you do something good, there's just why. I get what, like, but second, be happy about that. Be proud. How many times have you done that? Like, how many, in all these years, how many times has he done that? Like, he should be damn proud of that. So, like, so I think he needs to grow up a little still. What do I say his biggest problem is? His mental game. When his head's there, he's great. But he needs to think about, you know, positives, keep going forward towards it instead of getting all sad because, you know, being all depressed about that stuff, well, it could be a motivator. It could also do the opposite and not help and regress, which, you know, it's very possible. We all know. It. We've all seen people do it. Like, you know, just get your head on straight. That guy behind me, Denny Hamlin, finished third. I still think he's a dick. Don't worry. I know I said I'd do it this weekend. Then I got to put on clean the camper duty, and we were there all day through breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So I didn't get to do it yesterday, but it is coming. I still think he's a dick. But can I say I can't help myself? At least I'm honest. Joey Logano, fourth. Blaney got a fifth. Martin Drex Jr. sixth, Kyle Larson seventh, Eric Jones with an eighth, so good run for him. Bowman ninth, Ty Gibbs got a tenth, filling in for Kurt Bush. And look at that. And that, you know, I said all the different Pocono, different road course there. Indy, different. Michigan, again, different. And he's staying up there. Got, you know, top 10 out of it. So good on Ty Gibbs for that one. Austin Dillon got a 13th, so good on him. Ty Dillon, 14th. Congratulations to him. Good on him. A lot of people wrecked, but not that many. So you know, that was a good run for him. I say a lot of people. I mean, there really wasn't. There's was just good run, solid. He needed it. And his teammates up there finishing eighth. There's no reason why he should have been finished as far back as he was. So 14th, congratulations to him. Let's even see. I could be nice to him. Austin Hill's cup debut got an 18th. Corey LaJoy got a 19th, so good for them. Cody Ware got a 22nd. Again, look at all the chaos that happened. But, hey, it's a 22nd. A 22nd is a 22nd. So take it right off because he definitely deserved that one you know well well deserved for all those guys up there again good racing from across you know the whole weekend and again yeah colton herda 
Good comeback. Scott Dixon after you're having some damage. Good comeback. Bubba, good weekend. Harrison Burton. Who knows? So I have to give him a, you know, a pass on that one because, you know, idiotic things, you know, they just happen on restarts and everyone's going all wide. So there's nothing you can do about that. Castle, Atlanta Castle, though, good run. Myatt Snyder, dick move, in my opinion. NBC switching to CNBC, which means people that recorded it because they're busy got shafted out if they don't have Peacock. Not necessarily my favorite thing. Need to figure out a way to just do that better. I don't know, but Ken Schrader got some wins too. So Chuck's baby was born and healthy, but it was overall, you know, because of, like there's a lot of good this weekend to where I'm even saying positive things on a Monday. Who the hell ever could do that? Like I'm maroon right now. I'm so burnt and I'm saying nice things on a Monday and in a pleasant mood. So make sure you go find the video, the audio, no matter where it is, like comment, you know, share it out, but mostly like it, comment, follow along on all the platforms. What? YouTube, Rumble, you know, I might start putting them on CloudHub. Who knows? But Facebook, Twitter, Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, like it's in so many places. And I greatly appreciate if you guys could just follow along on all of them, hit like, put a little comment on the video or the audio where you can if it's on social media. And make sure you do. And some shout outs to Walter and congratulations to him because I'm sure he would really like to see that on all of it you know so congratulations to him and his wife on their new baby girl so i'll be back in a few days at some point with the denny hamlin one to finally explain why i think he's a dick and i think most people actually agree with what i have to say so until then be good to each other enjoy your week don't forget to like share comment and repeat and until next time my friends peace